It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Coming from the beautiful wilds of Kansas City, Josie Schneider. How you doing, Josie? I'm great. <laughs> so we usually get together and talk uh, parenting stuff with Bethany. Bethany is uh, having a life, I guess. Uh, uh, here, you and I are on a Friday evening recording a podcast that shows what kind of kind of wild people we are, huh? You know, I really think it's very rude of Bethany to have a life on a Friday night. Yeah, you know, I used to like Bethany, but, you know, she's like, oh, I'm good with whenever, whenever you guys want to record. I don't have a life. And then we finally locked down a, a time and day and then she suddenly got a life. So I, I assume I assume she's sitting home drinking wine and just doesn't want to hang out with us. Uh, Bethany, Probably. if you're listening, if you're listening, Bethany, I hope you feel bad. Um, but you haven't just been sitting at home. You've been off. You you went off for a bit of a, a playful family adventure. I wanted to talk about it mostly because I wanted to hear about the trip. But I think we might be able to to come up with some interesting things to talk about. Yes, we uh we've had quite the adventure. We spent 17 days in Europe. It was a long time. That 17 days can be a very long time. <laughs> no, but it was great. Um, we started in London. We spent who, who a few is, days. Who is the we? Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about the we because it was quite it was quite a crew. Um my husband and my daughter and I flew over and my in-laws met us in London. And then we spent a few days in London. And then we got on a cruise ship and my mom and grandma joined us. So we had a lot of family. So a lot of multi-generational family yes. time. I, yes. I, I, I. <laughs> Good and bad. Good and bad to that. We're, uh, we're, we're different types of travelers. <laughs> so uh, are, let's see, can I guess what kind of traveler you are? You like to have some sort of schedule? Oh, actually, a, no. Believe not it or not, all. not really. I am very much a, um, and my husband's the same way, which is great for us. We like to just show up somewhere and see what we want to do and just kind cool. of like walk around and discover new places. Mm -hmm. um, my mother-in-law is not, is not that type <laughs> of traveler. So we, uh, we kind of drove her a little bit nuts, but that was the great thing about when we got on the cruise, um, everybody could book their own excursions. Uh -huh. And so it was really great because we could all be together for meals and the shows and things and do some things together, but then everybody could do their own thing. And 
Yeah, he had that that meal time to catch up and everybody mm-hmm. check in. I'm sure that was great. And uh, and then the free time. So what were you what were you what were you doing? What what were some of the highlights? Well, thinking about thinking about play, uh, my husband was so excited to go to London to uh, play with his dad. They got to go to a Premier League football game, which is you know soccer for Americans. Um, they had a really good time. We, uh, we did a lot of, I, you know, Juliet is nine and she's really a phenomenal traveler. She really loves museums. So, um, this little, this little person was happy to just kind of follow us to museums and castles and learn about history and, there were really this was not a this was not a trip where there were a lot of children Uh believe it or not people it was uh mainly mainly people over 60 i would say on the boat there were only a handful of kids and so she was a little disappointed because she was hoping at the kids club there would be a lot of other kids to play with but um there were there were a handful but she really did very well with the grown-ups well, she's, I mean, she's going on 25 herself anyway, and in a lot of ways from, from uh, when, when it's been a couple of months now, but uh, on our, on our way to live at the beach, we got to hang out for a little bit and have dinner. And I uh, got to, got to, got to hear, hear Juliet play the piano. And I got bit by your, by your cat. And it was a, it was a delightful time, but, but in that time with her, she was, I mean, she's, she's. I mean, she's good with adults. She is good with adults. I mean, that's kind of an only child thing. But I will say I was really very proud of her because this was also a trip where she had to have a lot of self-regulation. There was a lot of we stayed in nice hotels. Um, You know, we did things in London like she and I had a very fancy afternoon tea together, like a high tea. So there was a lot of you can't do this. You can't do this. You need to be quiet. You need to do this. And I mean, she was phenomenal, but we also tried to make sure we found lots of opportunities for her just to be a kid. Um, did she call you mummy? No, she did not. She did not call me mummy. Um, but she did insist that we stick our pinkies out while we drink our tea. Oh, good. Good. That's, that's important when you drink tea. Uh, she yeah oh Jeff is demonstrating everyone oh he's got his teacup he's a, I'm a I'm a pinky guy um so uh, did you did you do anything to the queen uh we murdered her apparently and let me tell you that's where that's where things started to go downhill um because <laughs> we were in Ireland when she died and uh, they just did not care they they were quite celebratory actually um. But then we were supposed to head to Scotland after that, and we made it to one place in Scotland, and then they closed all their ports because we were supposed to go to Edinburgh, where she currently was. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of, you know, floated aimlessly um, at sea for a few days. You know, statistically, it's very rare that people don't get to go to Scotland because the queen died. I mean, in the last hundred years, how many times has that happened? uh once so yeah that's a that's a a a real kind of one of those things that sneaks up on trips so uh, yeah i I mean if you want to if you went again next year it probably wouldn't happen probably not probably not queen queen would probably not die again that would be again 
probably probably <laughs> probably that would be a rare occurrence uh i gotta go back to the uh, football game what were were they were they drinking at the football game sure yeah they um he got these awesome tickets from someone online and it included like the club package so they got to go to the fancy football club and had unlimited drinks and food and uh something weird happened it seemed to be like he sold these tickets to two different people (laughs) but uh, you know um can't imagine anything like that happening online scams aside they let them stay and they actually got moved down to better seats so it was fine it was all good did they uh get into a a brouhaha with any local blocks because they're uh their team lost or they had a disagreement on uh scarves are a big thing those don't they and they don't they all wear their little scarves they do with their out with their football outfits all the fans have their little football outfits they do that you actually have to dress up to go to these games ah it's wild did they did they get any fights any no they didn't get any fights uh did they make any new mates no i don't you know Mm. they didn't they they just kind of they had a good time together. A good, that's good. Father son a, bonding experience. Yeah, you got you, got, you, you got for some father son bonding. You don't need you don't need uh, to, to to bond and 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 make new mates. I think I think new mates are overrated. Um, so what was the what was the highlight of the museuming? <clears throat> Let's see. I really like the Tower of London because I'm really morbid and I'm into all mm-hmm. of that. Like I had really. The first time we went was actually the trip I got engaged on. And my husband ended up proposing to me on the Eiffel Tower. But in my mind, I was really hoping he was going to do it at the Tower of Green, like where Anne Boleyn got beheaded. I thought that would be a really cool place to get engaged. But, you know, that didn't happen. It's fine, whatever. But um, the coolest museum was actually in Amsterdam. It's the Nemo or Nemo Science Museum. Are you familiar with it? No, I'm just it imagining is... you in Amsterdam. Yeah. This, we we did family-friendly things in Amsterdam. But this is a children's museum. Mm-hmm. So very cool, but also so very different from anything you will find in America. Uh, the human body exhibit, um, that you'll just learn about sex. And it's a... Uh, there were just naked people all over the place and little kids and nobody thought anything of it. It was, there was like this real, really... real live people. No, but pictures of them. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what it was kind of going through like the human experience. And this was a very strange hands-on exhibit. Like you would like stick your, it was like representing French kissing and, <laughs> And you would stick your arm into one tongue and another person would stick their arms into the other tongue and you would make the tongues. I don't understand it, to be honest. Well, look, my understanding is that in Amsterdam, people tend to partake in in uh, a lot of uh, 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 pharmaceuticals, um, which is, I mean, great. Your, your husband being a, a pharmacist and everything. Um, so I can imagine... I can imagine venue designers in Amsterdam coming up with, with exactly exactly that thing. So, it, I mean, it, if, if that's going to exist someplace, Amsterdam is exactly where it should exist, I would guess. I would, yes, but it was just, it was very interesting. It's like, 
they're just so much more comfortable with bodies mm-hmm. and kids don't really think anything of it. And it just makes you think about how prudish we really are in America compared to other parts of the world. Did you get any asked any uncomfortable questions by your child? No, I didn't actually. I kind of thought maybe I would, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay. Another question. You're totally, because we're prudish Americans, you're totally free not to answer this. Did you pick up any tips that uh, you couldn't get, wait to get back and say, hey, Corey, I, I learned something at the museum? No, because honestly, once again, I don't really know what I was supposed to get from sticking my arm. <laughs> Sticking my arm in a like a rubber rubber in a latex tug. Yeah, it was was weird. But the museum itself was the museum itself was really cool. So many amazing hands on um experiments. Like one time, you told me I was going to go to San Francisco to do this really fun conference, and then you didn't show up, and. Oh yeah, we were supposed to do well, you know, nobody wanted to go you you were the only one that wanted to go to San Francisco. Uh-huh. About, yeah. So, um, you know. but I went ahead and went on that trip anyway. And the mm-hmm. what's it called? Is it like the Exploratorium? There's a really cool science museum there. This one put it that one to shame. So go to Amsterdam. It's really cool. Take your kids. Where uh compared to uh San Francisco, more or less human poop on the sidewalks. I did not see any human poop on the sidewalk in Amsterdam. Then that would be much less than San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco uh, was disgusting. Eh, yeah. Hey, San Francisco listeners, love you. Um, but really, uh, a lot of poop on the sidewalks. Um, so what else happened on the trip? Any any interge- intergenerational conflict? Any intergenerational joy? Any 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 fights with uh with locals uh any any did you did you tie one on some night and barely make it back to your room what happened fall out Uh, of your chairs no i um did play i did get i did get sick one night um not realizing how much i was drinking in the casino as i was playing the coin pusher game turns out i'm really good at the coin pusher game Mm -hmm. and i had a crowd of at one point Corey got bored and he left. So I'm just sitting in the casino by myself with a crowd of probably six or seven octogenarians behind me cheering me on because they were so impressed with my coin pushing skills. Um, I don't get out much. What the what the hell is a coin pusher game? So it's a machine where it's like it's got two levels and you drop a coin in. And, um, you have to try to time it. So like, there's a bunch of coins on the front that are about to fall off into mm-hmm. like the, um, slot. Let's like you win if they fall on the off into the slot and you can use them again. Um, so you've got to try to push the coins off the top level onto the bottom level to push them, um, into the slot and you can keep going. I it's hard. Just look it up. What are you push? What are you pushing them with? Is this a telepathy other, thing? Your other coins. Yeah. No, oh, no, okay. there's like a, the coins all stack up on each other and the okay. little machine. I'm so bad at describing things. This does not make for good pod, but 
there's like two levels and this little metal thing is going back and forth back and forth and it's pushing the coins and so you got to try to make the coins fall so it pushes the coins into the tray and on top of the coins are dollar bills and um little cute little dice that are souvenirs and if you push the dollar bills off then you know you've earned the money you win yay um it's you don't win you don't win really anything um but it's a better way to waste ten dollars in the slot machines where it's gone in like five seconds sure because i can make that I could make that $10 last two hours. Sure, sure. Um, and those octogenarians, were they uh, were they like buying you drinks and uh, cheering <clears> you on? And They were. They were. Like, they started pulling up chairs to sit behind me. And um, at one point, you know, they said, can we help? Because I had, I had knocked off so many coins. I was actually trying to lose at that point because <laughs> my family was waiting for me. And I had been sitting, this $10 lasted me over two hours. Um, and you can drop in up to six coins at once. So I had like all of them holding up a coin and we were dropping them in all at the same time. (laughs) Well, and I mean, that that's play, right? And when you were planning your trip, you could not have, I'm guessing you did not anticipate, um, a, a herd of followers as you played the coin pusher game at the, uh, this is the cruise ship casino. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't, you can't predict that stuff. And I think that's why I kind of like your, your version of traveling. Uh, just you, you go and you, then you're there and you see what, what happens. Um, because when you, when you get so rigid into, into planning things, something, I mean, something's absolutely going to go wrong. The, the Uber to the museum isn't going to show up on time and that's going to throw the whole schedule of the day off or, or whatever it is that, that, the opportunity to just go with the flow is uh, delightful in many ways, huh? Yeah. Or the queen will die and you can't, yeah. Can't go where you're supposed to go. Or, well, here's the other one. We were also supposed to go to Belgium, but the tide wasn't high enough. So our ship couldn't port in Belgium either. So there was just Uh, a lot that. That sounds to me like the uh, captain was drunk and he's like, Oh, just, just make up that. That sounds like something in the captain excuse book. Maybe, but. You still didn't get to go to Belgium. Still didn't get to go to Belgium. <laughs> you should you should get partial refund on that trip for for not making it to Belgium or Scotland. They gave us some credits back, but uh, I mean, you you'll s- never use them. But well, because they nickel and dime. No, I mean it, they were yeah. spent before you got off the boat oh, okay. because this was my first cruise, and I mean, cruises are great if you want to cover a lot of ground. But being stuck on the boat for two days, like just at sea kind of sucked because all their, because A, they, they, um, the internet is terrible because they don't want you sitting in your room streaming things. They want you walking around spending money and they nickel and dime you on every little thing. And so, um, they gave us, they're like, here, sorry for the inconvenience. Everybody gets a $50 credit. Well, you spend that $50 playing, playing the, the coin stu- game, playing the stupid coin game at the casino because there's nothing else to do. Did you did you strike up any new lifelong friendships? Um, we met some very nice British people who were a lot older than us. And she was a reporter. She's actually a reporter um, 
for the examiner, I think, and she reports on the Royals. So she was very sad. To be stuck on a cruise ship when she had writing to do. Yes. <laughs> they uh, they were quick to let us know that they were monarchist and they were um, very sad, but they gave us all sorts of cool traveling tips. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Juliet, Juliet okay. and I got to do something really fun. So <clears throat> we got to play Deal or No Deal. Are you familiar with Deal or No Deal? I know it was a TV show. Yes. And so they had, um, you could go to the big auditorium and you could spend money to play, to play, maybe get the chance to play the game on stage. And Juliet was so excited about this. And I am sitting here thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, please do not call our number. I do not want to go on stage and play deal or no deal. Well, out of all those people in the auditorium, guess who got to go on stage and play deal or no deal? Juliet. And me. To legally, it had to be sure. me that went up there. But um, I I let her make all the choices and pick the cases. And um we walked away with $99. Well, there there's a couple of hours of the coin game. That's exactly. Delightful. We I mean, she took the deal. I was not gonna take the deal. We could have had two hundred dollars, but you know, that's yeah. fine, whatever. Kids. 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 Uh, well, it sounds like that's seven, 17. That's a long, that's a long trip. It was a long time. We, we stayed some extra days in Amsterdam and had we known that the cruise was going to take us to Amsterdam early, we probably wouldn't have, but yeah, you know, it was good. It was the, the older people we were with got real tired by the end of it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good, a good experience to have. And it's probably, probably something that you're not going to do every year. So I'm glad you got to do it. Yeah, thanks. What was the what was the best moment and what was the worst moment? Um, the best moment ooh, that's a hard question. The best moment was probably um just the day we had in Dublin. Not really a moment, but just mm -hmm. um it was me and Corey and Juliet and my mom, and it was just a really these were these were the chill travelers <laughs> in mm -hmm. our group and um we did one of those hop on hop off hop off tours where you could kind of see the whole city but then you could just do whatever you wanted and it was just a really nice family experience um we fed the ducks when we weren't supposed to and then we had a group of ducks chasing us throughout the park and we had to leave the park <laughs> Well, that I was, hear those Irish ducks are just, just yeah. brutal. It's, you know, I, we, I have a thing with ducks in Europe. Um, I almost killed one the last time we were, we were in France because their bread is awful. And, um, I didn't like my sandwich. So I threw it out for the ducks and one almost choked to death on the bread. Um, so I did not kill any ducks on this trip. So one trip, you almost kill a duck and the, the next you happen to be surprisingly close when the queen dies are you are you some sort of secret agent for i, I don't know i don't know I who mean, you would i don't know who you'd be a secret agent for for killing ducks, ducks and, yeah and hundred year old ladies but uh uh so that probably isn't uh yeah that that's probably a bad theory on my part so worst moment uh well let's see hmm Probably 
actually happened at the I mean it kind of sucked when we all got COVID in the middle <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would suck uh Oh, no, I'm changing my best moment. We have to talk about my best moment first. <laughs> okay, okay. What's Juliet had, best moment? Yeah, Juliet had um, 17 days. A lot happened. It's hard to, hard to remember. Sure. Um, Juliet had a special day with me, and then she had a special day with Corey. And that gave Corey a chance to do something with his parents and gave me and my mom a chance to go do something, just the two of mm-hmm. us. Um, but she and I went to Giants Causeway, which is in Ireland, have have you ever been yeah you have okay so most beautiful place i've ever been and it was just magic watching her experience it because so much of what we did on the trip was geared towards grown-ups this was something she picked and i didn't think i really wanted to do it but she had the best time climbing the rocks it was just risky enough that you know it was like that that perfect type of play where she really could we we could have gotten hurt out there but sure. we didn't it was a challenge it, you felt like you had succeeded climbing all the way up to the top of the rocks and it was just kind of a magical day with her um the worst moment of the trip oh and we got to see a bunch of game of thrones things that day too where, where they filmed game of thrones so that was really fun <laughs> for me um the worst moment of the trip was on the way home we had been traveling close to 20 hours at this point we were real tired we were real tired we were in detroit i'm sorry any detroit listeners your airport sucks like i don't want to ever go to your city again because your airport sucks so much and um every other city we had gone to in the airport we had my grandma needed a wheelchair and they were great with wheelchair assist in Detroit. They're just kind of like, well, here's a wheelchair. Good luck to you. Um, so navigating it was really, it was really tough and it was fine. It was finally time for us to get on the flight back to Kansas city. And we go to scan our tickets and thank God people in wheelchairs can get on the plane first because our tickets wouldn't scan. And they're like, well, this is really weird. You're in the system. We see you in the system, but your paper ticket won't scan. And it's like, okay, can we just get on the plane since our our uh, our tickets? You know, you you see that we yeah. we have seats assigned to us. No, you're going to have to go to customer service. So we leave my poor grandma sitting here in a wheelchair. Corey, my mom, Juliet, and I run down halfway across the terminal to customer service and they're just like why are you here you have tickets and we said we know but they won't let us on the plane and so they're calling people and like they have to call their higher ups to get permission to let us on the plane it's good time is ticking we are Mm -hmm. sure we're not getting on this plane i like that I, I finally I'm standing there just a puddle of tears because I do not feel good uh COVID has still kind of got me down a little bit and um <laughs> I just want to go home at this point <sighs> they finally tell me and my mom and Juliet to run back to the door because if we are going to get on this plane it's going to be at the last minute and right when they're about to close the cabin doors here comes the worker 
like sprinting down the terminal with Corey, and they're like they said just to let them on they said just to let them on <laughs> so we made it back to kansas city but it was it That's was looking very real- dramatic did you did you like uh jam grandma into the doorway so they could Bas- close the door yeah basically That's- yeah, well, that's that's good. I bet she felt like part of the team then since she got abandoned for a while, but she ended up uh, being she right did. there to solve the problems later yeah. on. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, that's great. Before we wrap up, though, we've got to talk about the the best and worst moment of, of my trip to Oliver the Beach when we got to see each other. And that's the moment your uh, your cat bit me. Um, so, so listeners... Um, Josie loves her cat and, and, and it's, oh, it's such a nice cat and everything. And no, you've never said that. Um, no, my cat yeah, is but, a nice cat. No, it is a nice cat. And the cat was nice to me for a while, but then I was scratching its head wrong and it, uh, it gave me a little nip and said, Hey buddy, you're done here. And, and I thought, I thought it was really, really nice of the kitty cat to, uh, to establish those boundaries and, and still it, it hurt just a tiny little bit. Not, not, not so much that, that, uh, I wouldn't rub your cat's head again, but enough that, uh, I quit rubbing the cat's head the way I was rubbing it when I was rubbing it. Yeah. I would just like listeners to know that this cat has never bit anyone before or since. Mm-hmm. And Jeff had had a lot to drink at that point. I had not maybe... had a lot to drink. Oh my God, you'd had a lot to drink. You don't know how much I can drink. I know, but you did have a lot. Um, but you were maybe rubbing this cat's head just a little bit too aggressively. Well, in my defense, I'm used to rubbing the heads of 100 pound dogs. So my dogs aren't pusses like cats. Um Hey, listeners, I don't like I, I went and I had another drink or two that evening. It was uh, uh, I think I think uh, I think I think you're exaggerating, but it was a great restaurant, too. Uh, we went to a restaurant where uh, where sandwiches were named after people working there. But, um, if you happen to be one of the children of the owner or a relative of the owner, I guess nepotism sandwiches. I'm like, I want the, I can't even remember the kid's name. I want the, this. And he's like, that's me. And I'm like, okay. And, and so uh, that was kind of fun. I've never, never eaten someplace where they had, where, where the food was named after somebody who also was the person that served the food to me. So it was a, a first time experience for me. It was delightful. That's a good, it's a, it's a great little neighborhood bar and grill. <laughs> no, no, it was. Would... Um, so the 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 playful did did we didn't talk about did did grandma get did she have fun? No. <laughs> no. She did not. She none, did not. None, none at all? No. No. But um Did did your mom have fun? She did have fun. She did have Good. fun. She was Good kind of taking care of her mom a lot of it um and did Corey's parents have fun they did have fun until they got covid really bad and had to (laughs) so i don't know so was the covid before or after the queen died the queen Uh, dies you guys get covid you can't go to ireland scotland yeah it was all about the same time um this trip is what you chose to make it. And um, my my uh, immediate family and I really had a great time. 
Hey, listeners, life is what you choose to make it. Um, so make the best of it. When when life gives you COVID and dead queens, uh, play the push the coin game and have a cocktail with some octogenarians. Uh, because what could be better than that? Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, libraries, a book that's coming out. Uh, you want to say something for reading? Any 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 literacy plugs? Just, um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any good books I've read lately that listeners should check out. I'm actually um, the the Association of um, li- like children's librarians is meeting in kansas city next week and um that's yeah it's, it's kind of fun it's kind of kind of a big deal yeah. um so there are some authors we've got a really cool panel that's going to be at our library of debut authors and um there is a book called gibberish that is a picture book that came out in the past year that is excellent it's um, about a child who basically immigrates to America and everything sounds like gibberish to him sure. because he's learning English. Um, but the way the um, the author combines the illustrations with the, the gibberish words, you can still kind of figure out what's going on. And uh-huh. uh, it's, it's a really excellent book. Everybody should check it out. Check it out, listeners. Hey, listeners, uh, because I know you're all concerned, um, I, I finished reading all of Agatha Christie a little while ago. I moved on to Hemingway, and that was a I, – I, I just about uh, threw my neck out because that's a, that's a big – a big, uh, a big change in in tone and topic from Agatha Christie to uh, to to Hemingway. So that is uh, my, my neck hurt for a little while, but it's delightful. Hey, listeners, I need copies of your policies and procedures because I'm obsessed with policies and procedures now, and I need samples to look at. You, my contact information is in the show notes. If you have some you want to send me, please send them to me. I. I really want them. It sounds really nerdy, I know, but I, I just need to look at lots of policies and procedures because I don't have a life. This is for the Child Care Bar and Grill. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.